The home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM. And HD1 Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Rich Keefe Show is brought to you by Northeast Men's Health with offices in Dedham, Marlboro, Woburn, and Salem, New Hampshire. Visit northeastmenshealth.com. Here we go now. Holla if you hear me, though. It's the Rich Keefe Show. Here we go, you're now rocking with the Rich Keith Show on your radio. You're about to hit the chronicles from a topical, comical, and knowledgeable. Boston sports talker, drop it in hotter than a tropical climate. Breaking news, he supplies it, and you want the truth? Scoops Keith will find it. He's talking about all the sports, and he's also a hashtag dork. And the father of two sweet daughters, the leader of your squad for you evening marauders and night commuters. Tune in and sit tight, six to ten, more like six. Six to midnight, ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew, Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox too, doing this since the Rich Keith Project, now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content, KWFE on WEEI, it's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy. And the Colts will take it, the victory formation, they'll go into the bye week at 5-5 five and five as the Patriots for the first time since 2000 in a game Robert Kraft said he wanted to win badly spoke to the team at yesterday's final walkthrough his Patriots and Belichick's Patriots head off into the bye week two and eight for the first time since 2000 as Mac Jones is benched and the game ends on a fake spike interception by Bailey Zappi. Well, that's what it sounded like on NFL Network yesterday morning, I guess into the afternoon, as the Patriots lose to the Indianapolis Colts 10 to 6. Pats are 2 and 8, as Rich Eisen mentioned there. And uh, once again, Mac Jones is benched. I think we can finally be done with the is Mac Jones uh, a starting quarterback in the NFL discussion. The Patriots also proved that they are very much one of the three worst teams in all of football. And with all that said, let's bring in Fitzy right now. Fitzy, how are you, sir? I am dead inside. <laughs> I mean, new new level. Just I a whole even new thing. Hi, Rich. I just, I got to tell you, like, the the immediacy of the shock was abated by the fact that I had to just deal with an army of 300 angry callers on the Six Rings postgame show. You better show. believe it. Oh, boy, and I know when I had to dip out because I had a flag football championship to coach. Did you guys win alert, that at least? We also lost that, so Son that's why I'm absolutely God. in the pits today. <laughs> I, am in the, I am in the depths today, Richard. I hear you. I am not Let's in talk a it good place. Let's talk it out. Let's chat it up a little bit. That game was wow. miserable. The, uh, Awful. The, how about this? You don't see this very often. A couple of things that jumped out to me from the old ball game. So you had not only one but two scoreless quarters. So neither team scored a point in the second or the third quarter. Also, <laughs> I forgot about the fact <laughs> no. that there were two pieces of yep. barely scored bread yep. with invisible meat in between it. Oh, yeah. No points for half an NFL game. One touchdown in the whole game, and I wouldn't chalk it up to two great defenses either. How about, I can't imagine this ever happening. Three quarterbacks played in the game. None of them threw a touchdown, and they all threw an interception. 
It's just it was just a clinic on how not to play quarterback. I mean, Minshew made a few plays. Minshew kept you know he he kind of Minshewed it up a little bit, and and he he made the plays when he needed to, and got another win under his belt. But Mac Jones, my Lanta, like we've we've had this discussion a lot, almost too many times, because he keeps getting opportunities and he keeps proving that he's not. Not only is he not uh, the guy here, he's not the guy anywhere. Now, he may be a backup quarterback in the NFL. He may find a place to sort of live out his days in the NFL. That's mm-hmm. possible. But he's not a starting quarterback. And for all the, well, the line stinks, the coordinator stinks, the receivers stink, the whatever. he stinks. He stinks. That, that pick, well, this is also something I feel like we've said multiple Mondays this season, Fitzy. That pick that he had, one of the worst throws you'll ever see. Like he keeps one upping himself with bad interceptions. I it truly was one of the top five worst yeah. interceptions that I've ever seen. And yes, the line stinks. Yes, the sure. coaching stinks. Yes, the talent stinks. Uh yes, the the luck and fortune of the Patriots stinks this year as well. But Mac Jones now is in a position where he doesn't just stink, he sucks. Yeah. And he's gone from we've gone from stink to suck. <laughs> but I don't mean this as in like as an assault or like no, just to what assail it is. the man's character, yeah. personality, etc. What we are looking at here, and, and Fourier hit on it a little bit earlier, and a caller called uh, into the midday program today, and I thought he actually nailed it. Right now, Mac Jones, for whatever reason, his own lack of talent, Bill Belichick not giving him a hug, three offensive coordinators in three years, not enough talent around him, bad, horrendously bad, legendarily bad offensive line. The six, five drives in a row ended with sacks yesterday in the first half. Now, yeah. he ran into some of the pressure himself, and sometimes... As Vidarian low as you go, that's what you that's what you end up when you have a that's trouble uh, XFL level tackle subbing in on the international stage. This man is broken, like Mac Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even if he's even if he was the only healthy quarterback going into the Giants game in 13 days, he should not play an NFL game for at least a week, if not the majority of or the rest of the season, because the guy's psyche is shattered you did you see him let alone hear him in the oh, post game yeah. yesterday yeah. sounds like he was on the verge of tears yeah. and i kind of understand why he's fractured at this point well because the money for quarterbacks is so outrageous you don't even have to be that good look at daniel jones and i think mac jones has to realize over these last few weeks he has lit a match to a hundred million dollars like there's he has like look at what some of these guys get like teams that are kind of reluctant to sign but then ultimately sign like a Daniel Jones versus like a Baker Mayfield like Baker Mayfield got squeezed out of Cleveland bounces around to a couple other teams what's he making six maybe less than six million this year it's yeah, not mu- I mean like he's gonna end up making enough money look that it's it, a lot it, of money but like compared he's not to have to wash cars no, no. life I don't feel all that bad for him, but I'm just saying like no. it is it is a massive massive difference but I just feel like if you're Mac Jones. You got to deal with all that stuff, right? Not every quarterback enters the league with a perfect hand. Like, you need to overcome certain things. And at every turn, he hasn't been able to do it, and he's made it worse. And now mm-hmm. he's playing at his absolute worst, you know, mm-hmm. uh, halfway through his third season in the league. And yeah, there's it's not no, when you want to be doing it. And also, I agree with you on the fact that he's broken, but he's also not talented enough with like the raw skills to be worth fixing like he's not a guy that you'd be like oh well if we can only kind of crack the code on this we can get him back
back to maybe being like a top ten quarterback. Oh, he doesn't no. have Josh Allen's physical gifts, tools, or skills. Like no. those guys. Like if there's somebody no. like that that was just kind of off, or like mm-hmm. say uh, say the Chargers who lost again yesterday, say they lose, and you're like, ah oh, man. Herbert's confidence has got to be shook. Well, you figure out a way to fix Herbert. Like you, the next coach, the next coordinator, whatever you do, whatever you can to get Herbert back on the track. Oh yeah, Mac Jones. It's not really. It's like, if you're the Patriots, you got to move on from the guy, and he's got to be somebody else's problem. And you realize that, hey, you missed. Like a lot of teams have done. You took a stab at a quarterback in the first round, didn't work out. Didn't work out. And the, the problem with that is, we've seen it around the league. That sets your franchise back. That mm-hmm. sets your franchise back so much when you take the EJ Manuel and the JP Lossman and all these other clowns. Holy smokes, he's not EJ Manuel. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. Geez, but that's the, an, that's an insult to Mac, his family, but everyone the, who ever poured any time into the guy. Yeah, but it's the same idea. Like if it's not well, the course. guy, it's not the guy, yeah. and you're just kind of wasting years. You're right. He's a better quarterback than him. But as far as where you're at as a franchise, hey, you hey, still okay, need and to he's go the easy target, Rich. I I, yeah. for, I yeah, yeah. well agree. He is the easy target, and of course. When you're either head coach or the quarterback, you are the faces of the franchise. You are the market. You are the campaign campaign elements that the games are marketed around uh, locally, nationally, internationally. Uh, and as I said yesterday on the start of the post game show, I'll say it again: like the New England Patriots organization, the NFL, our country owes an apology to yep. Germany, all of Europe, everyone who watched that game. Our great product, our favorite, our favorite sport, our new national pastime is much better than that. Like, every single element of it was uninteresting, uh, was uh, uh, just a grind. It, like, it, it was it was laborious yesterday watching yeah. that game. Again, another joyless game yep. in a thoroughly joyless season. And Mac Jones does not t- deserve to be starting for the Patriots or any team right now, and I don't know if he'll ever start again. Granted, maybe he could have some sort of magical story and wild ride like the astronaut in Minnesota who is now winning games left and right, but they're surrounded by talent on offense, Yeah, and they just needed a capable arm and body and mind to step in and execute the offense. Yeah, Dobbs is a fun story, but... but oh, it's an, it's an awesome it story, really but, like, yeah. dude, look at, the, look at this. Look at what the Patriots are... Like, if no wide receivers to speak of, your tight ends absolutely blow at this point. Everyone does. But and I, Juju Smith-Schuster, he replaced Jacob Myers. Useless. One catch yesterday. He's what useless. is the point of it? You he could have done that. Completely useless. Yeah, I think I could have. He's completely useless. And uh, we didn't even get a chance to, because there's so much really from that horrible game to, to unpack. The two-minute drill with the backup quarterback who's ice cold on the sideline and you're like hey Bailey Zappi go in there and win this your starter in 10 games you bench him you benched him three times there was also a game after you'd benched him twice in a row you made Malik Cunningham the only backup for the game so whether they knew the rule or not that's Andy Hart's big take that they didn't know the rule and you might be right and then (laughs) fast forward a little bit later he plays horribly throughout the entire game not only did he throw that 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 pick that we just talked about he tried to throw a few other picks. He had the one the, in the end zone. The, yeah. The one where Robert Kraft became a meme because he was watching it, and then his head just sank in the puffy what coat. What is that? The poor that man. Gore-Tex? What is that? What is that Gore-Tex you got there? That's got to be a warm coat. That's got to be a real warm coat. Oh, that looks like stinks, yeah. but he's, he could sell product, I bet. I mean, those jackets are flying off looks the like shelf. like he could fit a second him in there. But they're like, here comes Bailey Zappi, and I'm like, what the hell is going to happen now? And then I never in a million years would have thought the game would have ended with fake spike heave it into a quartet of defenders only to have it picked off in the game end. It was wild. Yeah. 
It was wild. It really, it really I, I was. I couldn't. I mean, I thought they were going to maybe bench him for the final drive just because. And listen to Belichick in the postgame. Well, I thought it was time for a change. You, you think? thought it was time for a change. It's not time for a change. That's a benching. You are serving you benched, notice. You now, there him. are some in town conspiratorially who believe that that was an FU from Belichick to Kraft. Like, here's your quarterback that you love so yeah. much that you made me take. So you know what I'm going to do? In this game that you said it took 10 years to put together that you were yeah. so desperate to win, I'm going to sit his ass down, and I'm going to bring in the guy that my offensive coordinator hates because I hate myself. Right, the guy well. we already cut. A guy that we cut at one point wasn't even active a few weeks later, and then now he's going to come in there and potentially win the game. And he didn't. He didn't. And uh, so it's a mess. And uh, for I don't know how many consecutive Mondays we're talking about just how bad the team is, how bad the play is of Mac Jones. Some of the other decisions that Bill Belichick made, including not having a guy return a punt, not sending anybody down there to allow a 70-yard punt by the Colts. So it's all on the table for you. It's 617-779-7937. Quick 90-minute sprint of the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy leading up to Monday Night Football. But right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now, an ugly day for the Patriots yesterday as they lose to the Colts 10 to 6 at Deutsche Bank Park in Frankfurt, Germany. Mac Jones went 15 for 20, 170 yards and one interception. Jones was benched with two minutes remaining in the fourth quarter and was replaced by Bailey Zappi. Zappi, who took the field to the crowd chanting his name, managed to throw an interception himself before it was all said and done. Bill Belichick was on this morning with the Greg Hill Show earlier and spoke on the decision to bench Jones for the third time this season. What was the major decision on why you went that direction? Yeah, we just felt like we needed to make a change at that point. The Patriots also announced today that second-year cornerback Jack Jones has been cut from the team. Jones had been benched after missing curfew the night before playing the Commanders. The Patriots also supported Jones after he was charged with having two loaded guns and ammo in his luggage at Logan Airport. Patriots have a bye week this week. They'll be back on two Sundays when they'll be in New York to face the Giants. Monday Night Football tonight as the 3-5 and five Broncos are in Buffalo to face the 5-4 and four Bills kickoff at 8-15. Don't forget, you can catch that game right here on WEI. Our Westwood One coverage starts at 7.30. Celtics home tonight. They'll host the Knicks at the TD Garden tip-off at 7.30. Celtics are a perfect 4-0 at home right now. And the Bruins have the night off tonight. They're at the Key Bank Center in, t- in Buffalo tomorrow night to face the Sabres. Puck drop at 7.30. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keefe Show coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. Four and a half. Remaining second and 12. Jones on the play fake. Turns just for a couple yards by Blackman. Oh! Matt Jones with his 10th interception of the season at a back-breaking moment. A back-breaking moment is right, Rich, because this is a touchdown. Matt Jones kind of panics and he's fading away. Watch Kaseki on this one. He's coming across and he has him. He just leaves the ball 
short right there and doesn't allow him to make the play as you see it fall right into Julian Blackman's hands. But Matt Jones, that's one that he would love to have back as we see the frustration on his face. If he gets that to the back of the end zone, that is a touchdown. That could have been a Mike Gusecki gritty all the way in Germany. Instead, it's the Indianapolis Colts celebrating on the sideline. This is a terrible throw. Um, practiced it, did it in practice. It's not a good throw, and I mean, I knew where to go. I just didn't do it, didn't do it right. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy on a Patriots Monday as Mac Jones throws yet again a horrible interception. Tried to throw a couple of others. It's funny, he was 15-20, uh, Fitzy, in the game, which, again, stats can be very misleading. Mm-hmm. And uh, threw an interception, threw one or two other, could have been interception at that one, like, lefty kind of push throw, which was... Not in his Q zone. Probably should have left that one uh, at home. (laughs) Got sacked five times. And the Patriots uh, played yet another game where they did not score a touchdown. And uh, Uh, the offense continues to circle the drain. uh Uh-huh. And they did something that no one else had done this year. Yeah, what's that? Hold the Indianapolis Colts to under 20 points. Ah. So on a day Ah. where you actually stall out a resurgent Jonathan Taylor, no Zach Moss to be seen, and you throw a wrench in the old Minshew, you're still yeah. not able to beat a team that only scores 10 points. 10. Special teams, by the way. Thank God. I just want to reiterate one more time how great it is to have signed away the greatest special teamer in the world, not named Matthew Slater, in the form of Chris Board for two years, $2.5 million a season or whatever that uh, exorbitant fee was from the Detroit Lions, and to have the highest paid long snapper in the NFL just so our rookie kicker can shank the equivalent of an extra point when they need it most. Uh, yeah, yep, there was that. I also, yeah. I still, and I, at the time, it seemed outrageous. So it is uh, second quarter. They're trailing seven to three, and they force a three and out on the Indy 13 yard line. Yeah, that's going to get the ball back at like midfield. Let's go. No, that's only if you send somebody back there to return the punt because they can fair catch it, and then you get the ball right there. Or they're also allowed, if there are no defenders in their face, they can even advance the ball forward. Mm-hmm. Instead, you apparently think you're going to block this punt and you sell out on a punt block. You're like a jackass playing Madden where you're like, we're going punt block, all out punt block. And then the guy gets it away and then it just rolls. It was a 70-yard punt. He kicked it all the way down inside the 20. So they had the ball on their own 13. They, they're only up by four. They punted away. The Patriots are having to have a single guy back. And so this special team, like, they're bad at special teams. They've been bad at special teams mm-hmm. for a number of years. Mm-hmm. That Bills game last year, famously, they're, they're allowing multiple kick return touchdowns. Wasn't there, like, four kick return touchdowns all of last season? And I think two of them were in that there game. Six. Against the, oh, yep. six. Yep. And the Pats allowed three of them or something like that? They almost allowed another one yesterday, too. Yes, they did. That was a momentum They swing. did almost. Yeah, I thought we right. were going to see another one. I just be, be, I, I'm going to ask this question in all earnestness. Yeah, Is, go ahead. Name, can you name something that these New England Patriots do well? Not like no sarcastic answers. Like, oh, I was going to say they seem to be pretty uh, punctual uh, as far as the whole team. I know Jack Jones necessarily. Maybe he was late to curfews. We'll get to Jack Jones also caught today. We'll talk about Jack Jones. So you want to get on that? No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not to be overdramatic, but they don't do anything well. No, they don't do I don't, anything. I, well. There's nothing. I don't, I truly don't believe there's anything that this team 
as currently constituted does well. And you had the owner talking about the decade it took to pull the game off, how badly he wanted to win this one. Oh, if he was going to win one game the rest of the year. I want to get on to the, that. The actually. mouthpiece of the league. Yep, and yep. Uh, it was just like so the whole, it felt I, I felt like there was a death in the family today or something. I don't mean to like take this too far, but like there was a morose nature to the aftermath of this game and the way that it has just lingered and stunk today that actually has me feeling legitimate. Like I've just well, I watched, think it, I think it's probably left the rest of it off this year, but like this no, no. feels sad. Well, I think a lot of it was you thought they hit rock bottom or you thought they bottomed out and you're like, well, they'll kind of maybe turn things around a little bit, but they haven't. The reality is the loss in the grand scheme of things is better. Had they won this game 12 to 10, we really throw in a parade for them, like, oh, they turned the season around. <laughs> no, you're like, oh, they just screwed themselves on a draft pick. So I actually, in a weird way, no, it's true. Like, in a weird way, I'm like, I'll take it, I guess. And the worse it gets, the more likely we are to get change. Yep. If they were, I think Fitzy's dead now. So if they were, if they were six and eleven. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be like, well, you know, you catch a couple of breaks, and if Gonzalez is healthy, like, you'd hear all that, and none of it would be true. Whereas if you win two or three games, you need to make as many changes as you possibly can, and that's what this team needs in order to turn things around. Mm-hmm. Also, in that 70-yard punt, that was a part of what I'm sure the German fans loved. Seven consecutive possessions ended in a punt. Seven straight, so Bolton's like three and out punt, three and out punt, three and out punt. Oh, one first down, now oh, we're going to punt again. So it went, to, this is the first half. It was field goal, mm-hmm. touchdown, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Hey, uh, maybe if you had the over. But Went although for a wild one, yeah. The thing was with that, it was field goal, touchdown, and that was basically the entire first quarter. Both teams had the ball forever. And then it was seven straight punts, a missed field goal, and end of half. You're like, hey, there's football, seven to three. At halftime, and then you thought you might have a chance to get an interception, that tip pick uh, to start the second half. You're like, all right, the Patriots are right there. No, 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 no. They had a missed field goal, field goal, then the back-to-back interceptions. I want to get to the craft in the pregame, but a lot of people want to talk about this game and sort of where this season is going and everything else in between. Uh, so let's go to the phones right now. Let's go to Tom in Westfield. What's going on, Tom? Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Fitzy loves heart show. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem I have after we missed the field goals, but it was 7-6, we just hit the field goal, 7-6. Why didn't we kick the kickoff out of the out of the end zone so they didn't get a run back? That's, what, that's where we lost the game. Okay. Pods possible. I mean, they did uh, get a good return on it, right? Or no. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. Wait a minute. Which which possession was that? They kicked the. I guess the oh, one where I, I was oh. referencing that they yeah, yeah, yeah. almost got the touchdown run back. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they kicked I the field like goal. They lost the game well before. But then they held. So so that happened seven to six. Sorry, just to make sure we get all the details right. And okay. then the next possession, it was a short field for Indy, but the Patriots still held them to a field goal. So it was ten six. You're still. I mean, I know you can't kick a field goal now, but at that point, still they had a couple of possessions, and they needed a touchdown. So I don't know, and they were they were right there, and then Mac Jones throws the one of the worst interceptions you're ever going to see. Uh, let's go to uh, Jake in Boston. He's up next. What's up, Jake? What's up, boys? Rich, hey. Fitzy. Hey. Uh, I've never been a Mac guy, 
but uh, the indecision, there's there's no coming back from it. He's done. Mind you, the national championship he won was fake. COVID year, never played an SEC road game, played with an NFL team at Bama. The 2019, two pick sixes at Auburn Mac. That was the real Mac. First stop. Thoughts and prayers to Noble and Arbella Insurance, who spent millions building Mac's brand after year one. Never forget how arrogant Mac the brand was as a learning here. Second, I do want to give Sophie Scott a big hug, and to be honest, uh, she should be with me at Taylor Swift in Brazil this weekend. Mac's been dating her for four years. She's the winner. She's had to sacrifice she doesn't have a ring on her finger because the quarterback can't make a decision there. And how can you how can you make a decision on what receiver to throw to in three seconds if you can't decide to marry your girlfriend of four years who's an automatic win? Also, Pat Leonard, New York Daily News, has both Joe Schoen and Brian Dable on the hot seat with the Bryants. I think it's a bit absurd after year two, given the year one. But that is the Bill ultimate landing spot for him. I highly doubt you'd ever get a first these days. And I don't think with them you get a second in the mid-30s. Maybe a third, like pick 69, 70 for Bill. What do you guys think at this point? Like, So that's a good – I don't know where Bill Belichick, what you get for him in return. Some team has to be really desperate. I don't know if the Giants, if it's the Commanders, if it's somebody else. But I would say his value is going down by the day. If teams are really paying attention to it, how would you expect him to come in and win with a young quarterback or – automatically like button up the whole process when you see how bad they are in special teams, some of the stupid decisions they make throughout. Uh, real quick, his first point about Mac Jones, yeah, he stunk mm-hmm. then, he stinks now, fine. I, I was never a Mac fan either. I was giving him a chance after his rookie year, but he's blown that. I don't Duped, really... uh, bamboozled, yeah. hoodwinked, we yeah. all fell victim, or at least I did. The uh, the girlfriend stuff, whatever, like that's... Uh, no one cares. Yeah, nobody cares. But, uh, it's really not our, our place, but go ahead. The Belichick thing, though, you know, listen, you had Matthew Slater, like, emotionally defending Bill Belichick, yeah. saying, I still believe there's nobody better, no, you know, more well-suited as a coach to lead this team and to coach us out of this mess. Obviously, he's going to have one of his guys, an Andrews, uh, a Matthew Slater, the, the Super Bowl champion guys, step up to defend him as well. While, while many in town and around the league believe that a lot of the finer elements of the game may have passed Bill Belichick by as a coach, he had his defense prepared yesterday to do everything they could to prevent the Colts from unleashing their offense in any capacity on them. Like, they contained and corralled the Colts pretty damn well with Sean Wade and Miles Bryant at cornerback, for Christ's sake. So yeah. I still think Bill <laughs> oh Belichick God. can coach the same mistake. The same issue keeps rearing its ugly head, and it's going to rear its head until someone comes in and flushes everything out or makes a drastic mm. organizational change. Bill Belichick, the coach, is damned by Bill Belichick the personnel evaluator and general manager. That's the tweet. Yeah, and I think at this point you got to move on from both. You know, it's one guy, but it's it's two roles that uh, you know, an unbelievable run and that run has come to an end, and if you want to dig yourself out of that, you can't prolong it. So you got to move on from both. Uh, we haven't even mentioned Jack Jones. So he played 10 plays. He made the trip to Germany, but apparently he was on like double secret probation mm-hmm. according to Mike Giardi and others like Hey, we need you to, you know, be good in Germany. Like, like he's a kid on a field trip, right? Like, you, we need you to kind of behave because if not, you know, you're not going to get that seventh chance. You're just not going to get it. And so they get home from Germany and Jack Jones cut. So if you're keeping track, bringing loaded guns to Logan Airport, eh, I'll keep you on the team because the season hasn't started yet. But you're late for a curfew and apparently you're acting like kind of an a-hole well, team's two and eight. We're going to send a message now and cut you. Did I miss anything? 
Yeah, that's 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 great. I mean, they punished him by basically making him go to Germany. Yep. When, played, they knew, when they knew he played. was already on the razor's edge and that they may very well move on from him. In all honesty, Rich, considering that the guy talked back last year to Belichick and they had to hold on to him out of desperation and or that he's inexpensive and that there were you know, rehab issues with him, that he came into the league falling down as a fourth-round pick because of his off-field incidents, you know, with the nickname, what, what was the nickname for him, Panda Jack or something like that? Yeah, he robbed uh, the, Panda the Panda Express, Express incident. Yep. Yeah, you know, so you really <laughs> If you ask me, the, really Jack Jones good. just has buzzard's luck. I mean, he yeah. couldn't stay at USC, couldn't stay at Arizona State, got suspended by the team his first year as a Patriot, and then got uh, cut the second time. full handguns with extended yeah. clips and magazines. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? I mean, get rid of them all. If J.C. Jackson, if J.C. Jackson is a problem, get rid of him too. Yeah, flush the yeah. whole thing. I don't need to watch. He's doing nothing for us. No. You bring in a guy like that out of desperation when someone else, a team that overpaid him to be a ball hawk, and then subsequently turned around to their team and apologized for signing him because he was such a bad influence and such a waste of money. At this point, give. I'd rather watch. 53 Sean Wades and Miles Bryants go out there and oh, be God. a bunch of tryhards <laughs> and like lose valiantly as opposed to overpaid stiffs like J.C. Jackson. Yikes. Uh, let's go to Paul in Rhode Island. He's up next. Hey, Paul. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I'm going to look at it this way. These guys, they, they should be feed uh, chicken gizzards and white rice. They don't deserve the, <laughs> the, the white envelopes that go in their locker room on Monday morning. No, I'm not going to put it all on Belichick. There's no way I can do that. These guys, they're just tanking, and they tank for a reason. They tank because they have no chance of catching a cheetah and the raging bull in their division, uh, which is uh, Buffalo. Right. Now, I have to say this. Oh can I just say this? Yeah. Please. We have a chance of having a first-round Second round, doesn't matter what. We're going back to normal, back to normal. Why do we want to draft a first-round quarterback when you're in that division? All right, why do you want to draft a first-round quarterback, Paul? I'll answer it simply. Uh, Most of the elite ones were drafted in the first round. That's not the only way to do it, but that is the most common way to do it. So you look at the guys now, and I think as the weeks go on, pay more and more attention to Caleb Williams and Drake May because there's a good chance you're going to have an opportunity to take one of those guys. But, yeah, that's where it goes. For all the uh, – well, Tom Brady was a sixth-rounder. It's like, okay, but look at the majority of them. Doesn't mean they have to be number one overall either, right? Like, that doesn't always work, although I take my chances with Joe Burrow. But, I mean, look at Mahomes like or Josh Allen. Like, you look around the league, the best guys were first-round picks. So that's why you they that. are. And maybe now there could be because there's such a, a a glut, if you will, of potential starting caliber quarterbacks coming out in the 2024 draft. This may be one of the rare cases. And I know this is what we're doing now, Rich. Two weeks before Thanksgiving, we're not talking about who the Patriots may have to play in the playoffs. We're not no. talking about, you know, what December is going to be like and what kind of potential postseason run we'll be looking at. We're talking about would they be better off grabbing a receiver or a tackle? And then uh, a quarterback like a Bo Nix or a Michael Penix at the top of the round or vice versa, Yeah, which is bananas to me. Side note to all that, Bo Nix on Saturday, four touchdown passes, like 412 yards pass. I'm starting to like the Knicks. I would take Nix, although I wonder if he plays himself into the first round. I feel like quarterbacks always end up, you're like, oh, there's only going to be three in the first round. It's like five. So like, I feel like there's a chance he well, could. Well, don't trade up for him in case he's the guy you want, right? <laughs> sure. Well, if it's somebody else doing it, maybe the next guy will be somebody who trades up rather than just trades back 
every single year. Let's go to Tom in Maine. He's up next. Hey, Tom. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I was waiting on our appointment today, and I read an article on ESPN written by Bill Barnwell. Mm-hmm. Quite extensive, and it kind of chronicles why, why the Patriots are where they're at. And um, it mentions that Belichick's only really had one outside person in his coaching staff. It's basically Belichick people. He surrounds himself with people that will say what he wants to what yeah. he wants to hear. Oh yeah. And then the other thing is, I I dream of the day when I'm watching a Bill Belichick interview, press interview, and some reporter with cachet can get away with it says, Bill, tired of being disrespected. We're tired of asking you a legitimate question that have to deal with your horse bleep every time. You know, we're asking you questions the fans want to know, and you are disrespectful to not at least answer them in a, in a respectful way it's, instead of treating them like he's all high and mighty. I, I haven't liked Bill Belichick in a while for that. I think he's a great coach. I always have. But right. I just think his attitude towards other people is disrespectful. And for that, I just can't stand him, and I hope he does get fired. Well, you know what, Tom? I think it's trending in that way. Now, whether it's a trade firing, mutual parting of ways, it seems like his time in New England is, is coming to an end. Uh, likely at the end of the season, in my opinion. I know he signed that contract extension, and you know everybody's flushing out the details. It sounds like he is signed through the 24 season, but not longer than that. So it's not this big ask to say to Kraft, hey, can you eat the money on one year to try to turn this franchise around? That's why you flip him to someone if there's any value, and if there is any validity yeah. to the New York Giants coaching staff being frustrated. You know, Jake from Boston mentioned him. It's Joe Shane, by the way, S-A-S-C-H-O-E-N. So Shane and Dayball might be like, you know what? We're good. Casino hands. We're gonna we're gonna walk away. That's two fine. and done after a playoff spot in his yeah. first year. Yeah, but, but 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 when you get but when you end up getting saddled with Chin the Magnificent, aka microwaved Eli Manning in Daniel Jones. Terrible. No, that was awful signing. Horrible. Bad roster construction that that they've done down there as well. I mean, but also these teams get you get injuries. There are bad breaks, et cetera, whatever. That's how that's how it goes. Wouldn't. Belichick back to the Giants to go full circle with his career. Go get your wins record down there. Uh, we do don't have to. And with, the Pats won't play him. If Bill Belichick took over the Giants right now with Daniel Jones, do you know how many years it would take him to get the wins record? Four. Five. Several. Oh, he's no, still, he, he's no, he 17 wins away, I think. He t- the same way that he pulled the plug on the Bledsoe experiment after signing, a, signing him to a giant deal. Yeah. Uh, he would do the same thing, you know, with Daniel Jones. Of course he would. Yeah, He'd start but, Tyrod Taylor. They're a better team with Tyrod but Taylor. But look at his quarterbacks. I know everybody made a big deal. Like, oh, look at Bill identified NFL starting quarterbacks. The the quarterbacks that Bill has identified post-Brady are Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Mallett, uh, Mac Jones. He brought in Cam Newton, Bailey Zappi. Like, all right, good luck replacing Daniel Jones with one of those guys on your list. Gosh, all right, you can join Cam us. Newton gave us some joy. No, he did. Like he was entertaining, and he was you know, the last caller was talking about Bill and press conferences. Cam Newton was great in interviews, press conferences, the whole thing. Unfortunately, the team wasn't good. The team hasn't been good for quite some time. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. The number to jump aboard. We will pick the Monday night football game and give you a prop coming up. Uh, I also want to get to Robert Kraft putting a ton of importance on this Germany game, which I found uh, puzzling and troubling, all wrapped up into one. But uh, bet to jour is next. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash boss.
Austin WEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Ball's placed on the 40. Less than 40 seconds to go. Zappy with a fake snap. Fake spike. Burton May is intercepted. Rodney Thomas, a Bailey Zappy fake spike leads to a game ceiling interception. Words that I didn't wake up this morning here in Germany think that I'd be saying. Bailey Zappy uh, brought into the game with a chance to be the hero. Didn't happen. The the old fake spike interception into a crowd of Colts ended the game. Rich Eisen on the call yesterday back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. What do you think of uh, Rich Eisen doing the play-by-play? Rich Eisen as a studio host and NFL broadcaster. Excellent Uh, anchorman. Anchorman, great. Rich Eisen on the play-by-play. Come on. Not so great. No, not so great. And I don't love Jay. And you know what? I like Jason McCourty. Yeah. Yeah, and on the analyst, like it just like it was just very mechanic. It just felt robotic. No, Eisen's Eisen's a tough listen as the play-by-play guy. Like that's not really his thing. Not everybody can do all the things. Like I don't know, I would do less of that. And I know he's been doing a bunch of the international games. I feel like I've caught him a few times at the old nine thirty spot. But yeah, whatever. I mean, you're paying a little bit more closer attention to it when the Patriots are playing, and when he screws up, you're a little bit more on it. He definitely had a few screw ups along the way, but whatever. So did the Patriots. They had plenty of screw ups, but. Now's our time to pick some winners. We've been keeping track of our Monday Night Football records thus far. Uh, on the year, Stiz is 6-3-2, and two, and both Fitzy and I are 5-4-2. and two. So it's close. And uh, tonight, coming up on WEEI, you have the Buffalo Bills at home. Eight-point favorites against the Denver Broncos. Fitzy, why don't you go first? Who do you like in the game before you give us your prop? I tell you, I like the fact that the Denver Broncos, who have been playing much more inspired football ever since their 70-20 to throttling by the Miami Dolphins, uh, are coming off of a bye week. They're getting their run game going. Javante Williams is healthy. Buffalo's having trouble stopping the run with their decimated defense and their inconsistent offense. I'm not telling you the Broncos are going to win, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep this one close. With eight points, give me the Broncos. All right. You know, I I like that it's north of a touchdown, so I'm also going to go... With the Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson's having a good year. It's yes, you know, he is. They're three and five, the Broncos, and I don't mm-hmm. like Sean Payton. But but Russell Wilson's got what sixteen touchdowns, four picks, I believe. This year. I wonder what that must be like. Must be nice. Must no, be but nice. I still think there's something up with the Bills. I mean, you go back to after they beat Miami, which at the time looked like a good win, and then Miami doesn't beat anybody good, and then nope. so what happened was. Buffalo went to London, lost to Jacksonville. They barely beat Tyrod Taylor and the Giants. They lost to the Patriots. Think about that for a second. Ah. They lost to the Patriots. Then they barely beat the Bucks, and then they lose on Sunday Night Football to Cincinnati. Rich, so, they didn't just lose to the Patriots. Yeah. They allowed a last-minute touchdown drive to Mac Jones it's insane. and the Patriots. They allowed 29 points to the New England Patriots. The Patriots are 29. You know how many games it's going to take the Pats to get 29 points again? Maybe I should take the Broncos on the money. Outright. Yeah, take them outright. So it's uh, Fitzy and I are both going Broncos plus eight. Stiz, 
Yeah, the points kind of scare me, but I will be the contrarian right. and take Josh Allen in the Bills. All right. Player prop or uh, whatever game prop, Fitzy, what do you have tonight? The points scare you like deodorants does? Come on. Who's no, not, what are you worried about? It's just an ad hominem attack on one of my good friends. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> I love you. Okay. Uh, the prop tonight? Oh, give me a Javante Williams anytime touchdown. Okay. I, it's, co- it's coming. Right. Whether he's got one through the air, none on yep. the ground, averaging three and a half catches a game. I'd All also right. maybe take, if you guys are interested, over two and a half receptions for him on the game as well. Oh. But big night right. for the J-Dog. I'm going Russell Wilson over one and a half touchdowns. It's plus 154. If we both like him uh, winning the game, I could see him tossing a couple of tugs. So I will take uh, Danger Russ. Uh, Mr. What was it? What was his stupid ass nickname that he gave? Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. Give me Mr. Unlimited. Broncos country, let's ride for a couple of scores. Stiz. I'm going to get a little crazy here. here. Now we're uh, talking. I was looking at the anytime touchdown, but you know what? I'm well, John Elway to come out of retirement, <laughs> plus 9,000. Plus 9,000. Uh, no, I'm going to do first touchdown score. Give me Stefan Diggs, plus 600. Okay, first touchdown Let's for go. Diggs, plus 600. See, I want you to hit that, Stanley. So Thank do I. You. So I can do buy I. deodorant. That could. There you go. Now you can. All the deodorant you That's can That's what all the girls say in town. I want you to hit that, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Matt in Rhode Island. He's up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy on a Monday night. What do you got, Matt? Matt? Matt, normally ready, not ready this time. Let's go to Ray and Revere. Ray, what do you have? <clears throat> Guys, I want to challenge Robert Kraft's position where he's holding out for a draft pick for Bill Belichick. I don't think that's fair to the fans, and I think he's deluding himself. Um, the, the only place where I think he would be viable in a trade would be a team with an existing quarterback that's a coach away. And you know, it's franchises I can think of in that situation of Buffalo and Dallas. I, I don't think either one of them would be inclined to eat that contract. What about the Chargers? And you know, it's well, okay. I would add them. Right. Okay, but at this right. point, guys, to write it write it out for this season. By the way, the Jets could lay the all time loss record on Belichick. He's six away, yeah. and it could be the Jets who beat him at home. In the ultimate game of irony, um, to lay that record <laughs> be on brutal, I don't think Ray. it's fair to the fan base. I don't think it's fair to the fan well, base. Well, I'll tell you what, Ray. I, takes his position. I, you know what, Ray, and, and thanks for the call. I really don't see what firing Belichick in season really accomplishes. If anything, if you really want to punish him, make him coach the rest of the season. Make him coach this team. They're on their way to a top five pick anyway. You don't have to shame him by firing him midseason. I think his track record kind of allows it where he should at least coach out the season. Then he can make major changes. Also, like, throwing in Gerard Mayo as the interim or whatever you choose to do, like, I don't know. Just I I think that, to me, that ship has sailed. I would just have Belichick coach the remaining of the season, but that's just me. There's there's no benefit to letting him go at this I don't point. See now, it. I why don't would see you want to? Yeah. You run the risk of him never wanting to come back for Brady Day, Belichick Day, and you're not Ring gonna, of Honor this, Yeah, that. you're not going to get the Raiders um, resurgence because they got rid of McDaniels and all of a sudden they're going to play their asses off. Like That's not going to happen. There's not enough talent here for any dent to be made. All right, this hour of the Rich Keefe Show has been brought to you by Fine Mass Money. As Fine Mass Money wants to help you enjoy your favorite team by helping you find extra cash you didn't know you had for things like sporting event tickets and food for family gatherings, Go take a look. They are constantly updating the list. FindMassMoney.gov. It's fast, easy, and free. One hour down. Only a half hour to go as we lead you up till Monday Night Football. But I want to get to Robert Kraft's comments as he put a ton of importance on this Patriots game in Germany. So we'll do that coming up next.